0: Welcome to Village Church Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you. I'm in the studio with Amanda. And Amanda, this is a really important episode for myself. And there are many men watching right now. And let's be honest, women are a conundrum. <laughs> Wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> and uh, so the question that you have today, and I will be sitting here with bated breath. I may challenge a couple things because I'm like, really? Is that? So Yeah. what do women really want?
1: Okay. So the the simple version is... Something you probably already know. I'm sure women have told all the time. (laughs) They just want to be loved. Okay, but it's not really that simple, right? Like, you know that. We're a little bit more complex. If it was that
0: easy, (laughs) men would not be like, She's never happy. Or right. What's going on? Okay. Or I, how do I keep missing the mark?
1: So we're going to just spell it out of right. what, how you can actually make your woman feel loved. Okay. So we're going to go through five points. The first point is to be a pursuer. Mm. And the very actual thing that women want from their men is to pursue the Lord. Mm. You don't understand what kind of like love and safety comes from when a man is uh, taking the, their relationship with the Lord seriously. Mm. We feel protected. We feel like he's living underneath the guidelines of the Lord and he's connected to the actual source of love so that He can love us well. I mean, it says that we love because He first loved us. And we just feel like that that's so important to so many women to actually feel that there is true love coming towards us, but first and foremost to God. Um, but the second part of that is also to pursue us and uh i was just at, there we go <laughs> there's there <was clears throat> the very first there big one go. i was in a group with a couple of ladies a couple weeks ago and one of them w- is not married and she is being heavily pursued oh, right is now is she and happy all, about this yes but all <laughs> all of us married women were like ah! yeah. like the whole story everything that he do doing that again? <laughs> <woo>! <laughs> oh, it, it was to take in all, like the environment, so the whole room's yes. aura was like, oh, we were all like, and what else? And what else? Wow. And so it just spoke to me like in this way of like God has created us to be pursued you know Jacob pursued Rachel in this like over the top extravagant way you know he's working for her for years and years on end um, but the thing is is after you get the girl it's just important that that pursuit doesn't stop we still will have emotional physical spiritual needs that we want our men to kind of know every woman is different yeah. but there is this time period that goes on that if you haven't emotionally connected with your wife like get Get after her, be intentional, be like, hey, what's going on? And and just have connecting conversation. That's really what forms like the basis of so many women's relationships, like friendships, especially. But we want to be our husband's friend. We want to be mm-hmm. one of his best friends. Like we want to know what he's thinking and what he's dreaming. And then we also want yeah. to be heard and understood. That's a lot. That is a lot. So, and that was just the first point. Right.
0: So. We got like 17 more to go. I think we need to like part one and part two. Right. All right. So let me just. So Allie, can we confirm this? There's another woman in the room here. We, we have a head nod. It's All right. Good. So one. So is it being a dude? Okay. Yes. Uh, I've worked with obviously many men in relationships and whatnot. And there is this thing that happens that when they get married, like it's almost like I've got her not like possessive or bad. They're not trying to be negligent, but you go into just like normal living, right? Because once you're covenanted and committed to each other, uh, like it just, it does, it objectively changes things. So how do you, how, how, let's just talk about you. How do you want to be pursued after how many years have you been married? 14. 14 years of marriage. Uh, so like, like what does that practically, tangibly look like? What do you want Miguel to do that well, makes you is, feel pursued?
1: This is interesting because he's I watching. Think, I'm sure. I think yeah. husbands actually. My husband has learned me pretty well, but mm. he can pick up when he's been too far emotionally or physically Mm. or spiritually and
0: like distant distant distant,
1: because a, a wife you'll automatically kind of feel this shift in her behavior because one of these things like he hasn't pursued her in this way. And so Picking up of when that happens with your wife is something that you guys all have to figure out because every woman is different, but coming back and saying like, Hey, like just how are you doing? Like, or how is that problem that you're dealing with? I Mm. just remembering the things that she's going through. Honestly, it's so much of being a good friend. So that that is our very first point. The second point comes from Ephesians 5.25, which you've brought up this verse a lot. It says in the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves loves his wife, loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it mm. just as Christ does the church. So we're going to really zero in on the nourishes and cherishes. Yep. The very first thing we're going to talk about is just cherishing her. Mm. And you can do that by your words. First and foremost, yeah, compliment her talk
0: about her to her. Yes, around it could be about or...
1: her physical traits. Every woman loves yep. a physical trait, like compliment, but it could also be about her mm. character. Something that you saw her do um, affirm her in front of other people. Mm-hmm. If you have children, do it, especially in front of them. It shows that their children here, like their dad, cherishes his wife. He's Mm. thinking about her positive side and it's not like all negative. Um, So the other the other way that you can cherish her is by touch. And Mm. this is an affectionate touch that does not have demands on it. Mm. I know many women who when they have any form of affection, they're like, oh, they just have this negative Oh gosh, because it mm. leads to this demand of where it's supposed to lead, yep. and so I think like I when Just she, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> so when, she's, when she, when especially if she's yeah. hurting, if she's depressed, if she's ho- feeling hopeless, yep. an affectionate touch that doesn't say like, yep. like I need something later totally, is yeah. is cherishing her. That's a good word. Um, so the very next. Thing we're going to talk about when it says nourish and cherish. I thought nourish would be a weird point on here. So yeah. I'm just going to say care for her. Yeah, that's good. And at the very basic level, that means physically. And that means if she hasn't been to the doctor in mm. three years and she has chronic pain, yeah. make time for that and say, honey, like you need to get there. Make it a priority on your list-, list that she's getting to the dentist. I know when like the family is really young, it can be so hard for a wife to get out of the house to actually care mm. for herself. Sometimes it's a a mental need yep. where you see that she is completely bogged down by the responsibilities <clears> that she's taken on. And you can step into that and say, mm. Hey, can I take something off your plate? It, yeah, is there good. something that you think you can take off your plate? Because I don't really feel like this is healthy for you.
0: Yep. So one of the, one of the patterns that I watched is uh, moms. And I'm going to generalize. It's not everybody, but it, yeah. I'd say it's a majority. Yeah. Uh, moms with kids like under seven, eight years old. Uh, as long as they have like at least one under that age, by yeah. and large, they don't take care of themselves. And yeah. their ability to get to the doctor to take care of something. Oh yeah. It's all I don't know if it's a brain fog or whatever else. At first I thought it was just negligent and weird. And yeah. I'm like, what you haven't gone to the dentist or you haven't gone yeah. to the doctor, just let me know. Yep. We'll work it out. Right. But the inability, not inability, the hesitance to fight for themselves while they're caring for somebody yeah. who is sucking their body and soul dry. Yeah.
1: That has so and, many needs. Correct. Yes. And
0: and so Then I started to hear a bunch of husbands talk about the same thing. Like, well, why don't they just go do it? Like, why don't they just go do it? And I think over time, what I learned is there is something that happens psychologically when you are pouring everything out for the literally livelihood of another human, not the husband, but the child or children, that it depletes your ability to self-care. And um, I think that's, that took me and I think most every other man I know a while to learn. Right. We have to be our wife's biggest physical advocate. Yep. Um, because she's drained, yep, you know. So. Yep,
1: completely. So another, just another way of caring for her would yeah. just be spiritually praying mm-hmm. for her, praying for her, praying for her, with her, without her. Um, it's mm-hmm. so powerful, especially when you see that she is struggling with something, if she's in grief, mm-hmm. anything like that. Prayer is just, is where the Holy Spirit intercedes in just this beautiful way between a mm-hmm. husband and a wife and just can take that stress level down mm-hmm. significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but other things you can do is, you know, encourage her with scripture and then just allow her to have time with women that also have godly relationships. So. Or, or godly friendships. So mm. women that prioritize their relationship with the Lord, you want your woman to be in connection yeah, with. Yeah, we them. said this about guys yes, too. we said this I about I guys. I don't
0: know why spouses get in the way. I know. Of that. Like, I don't
1: know why. Do it. Right? It's because it does. It there is there is a freedom that they need <laughs> yeah. to give them, and especially when you have a family. Yeah. But even if you don't have a family and you yeah. feel like it's just us, you yeah. know, like you should be with me. Totally. No, give her time to branch like, listen, out.
0: Listen, I want to be my wife's best friend, but I don't want to be her only friend. Right? You know no, what I mean? like that's because not Because you really
1: can't fill all of yeah. the needs of a woman and. There are so many, there's complexities. in. Yeah.
0: I've but, tried being everything. everything.
1: <laughs> it doesn't work out well. Everybody's disappointed. Yeah. So the next, the fourth point that we're going to move on to, which is kind of an obvious point, mm-hmm. but it needs to be said is just to be faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, being faithful is so important. Mm-hmm. And to be physically faithful is one thing, mm-hmm. um, which the Lord calls us to. And in Proverbs 5, I love mm-hmm. the verse, the PG summarized version mm-hmm. is basically it's an honor to delight in the wife of your youth and that her body is completely capable of satisfying mm-hmm. you always and if we take yep. that from scripture and believe that um, then then we should be able to live that out and i yep. think both the husband and wife thrive but it's not just yep. about the physical it's about the mental yep. and i would say that it is just it's a rare find to find a man that will protect himself mentally mm-hmm. from looking at lustful images yep. for thinking about things Social that media seen.
0: women walk by all, all the things Things. I have learned that a wife is attuned to the subtle movements of the eyes of her husband. Oh,
1: completely. And, because actually yeah. not only does the husband the, the male know that there's an attractive woman in the room, mm-hmm. but the wife knows even yeah. more so and she is she feels her presence. And yep. so um it's just it's such It's a Mm. gift to give your wife. She feels loved when she feels like he's just zeroed into me. And then the last one, which I don't know if I would completely put underneath the (laughs) (laughs) the parachute of being loved. But this is just something you should do. You should be fun. Okay. Don't be so serious. Being lighthearted and bringing some adventure to your relationship. Just being able to laugh. Life is hard. You're going to go through some hard things as a husband and wife, or even if you're in any relationship. Mm-hmm. and bringing bringing a little bit of laughter my husband does this really well and yeah. I'm the serious one so this is why I know that I was attracted to him because he just he doesn't let me get too much into yeah. that grumpy pathway of things not going my way before it's I've never like seen you
0: grumpy this oh is,
1: it's yeah. it's funny you should yeah. you should we should go on vacation as <laughs> families together <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You're like, I want to hang out with Miguel yeah, now. I don't want to hang out with
0: her. I didn't say anything. I'm just listening. So
1: those are the five things. So <laughs> if we it. just got be a pursuer, yeah. cherish her, care for her, be faithful and be fun.
0: Yeah. There's a, a couple that Brianne and I went out with years ago and I, we're getting to know them. And I asked the guy and I said, what do you do for fun? And he goes, hmm. And then I looked at his wife and I said, what, do you, what does he do for fun? And she, she says this, oh, he's serious about fun. <laughs> and I go like, what do you mean? She goes, no, let me rephrase being serious is fun for him. It is
1: fun. And I was
0: like, well, does he like laugh a lot? She goes, no, he's really serious. And that's what he thinks fun is. And I was like, oh, we're not going to be friends.
1: Which maybe, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe she's the fun one, but it, it yeah. always goes a long way yeah. when a husband can make her wife, his yeah. wife laugh. Someone's
0: got a lead in lightheartedness. Yeah. I try to tell my kids that one of the most compelling attributes of a human being is a light heart, yeah. where you're not carrying all the world's anxieties and then putting them on everyone you're around. Yep. Just the ability to to be light emotionally and otherwise, it's really compelling. Yep. And it's actually striking. People are drawn to others who have a light spirit. Yep. It doesn't mean they're flippant about life. It just means they have a lightness to them. And that, In order to have fun you probably have honestly had to have cast your anxieties and burdens on the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, Unless your fun is like, Distracting yourself from <laughs> that. That's probably not the kind of fun you're talking you're about. Right. No, no, so no. I appreciate this. Thank you very much. Uh, be a pursuer, cherish her, care for her, be faithful, be fun. That's super. Um, being a man, I will not challenge any of these. I support all of them. In fact, I see them all in my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I even see that, you know, my daughters, as they're getting older, like they respond to these things with mm-hmm. affection. So this is really good. Thank you for Thank that. You. All right. So we have another question coming up, and it's how do I authentically forgive someone? Um, that's going to be a loaded one. So we We want to invite you back. We got plenty more questions at Village Church
1: Q&A.